if you understand that everyone is a comprehensive version of every single experience that they've had, be patient with them and see where it takes you. Patience. Right. All right. Oh God. All right. We're mid May. Yo, that's so crazy. Mid May. It's my sister's birthday coming up. Happy so. birthday! Dude, she's twenty one. I know. It's crazy. I it's know. wild. We can. I can like stop giving her my fakes. My mom knows about it. My mom literally was like, <laughs> "Make sure you memorize the address." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is it not your home address? No, no, it's a random address. Oh, 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 your fake. My fake. I, I would give her uh, my fakes. Yes. So, yes. yeah, we can uh, well, you know. go out together. I know, I know. Yeah, it's really exciting. I think I feel, what's that feeling when it reminds you of something? Deja vu. <laughs> no, but then it makes you sad because, like a happy sad. Oh. Like, honestly, like the weather, the weather vibes I'm getting these days mm-hmm. is reminding me of when we went into quarantine last year, right? Whoa. Like, because May of last year, like we were in the thick of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it, it feels like yesterday when I was working from home, like with all my family members, oh, right? Yeah. And I remember feeling really happy that, I mean, I feel happy and great full it's a huge silver lining because i don't remember the last time i spent months with both my parents being home like 24 7 oh yeah even as a child i don't remember that no yeah that know? was like a never thing so yeah just like like the weather mm. for some you know how like soap scents uh-huh make you like think about like think of memories yes, yes it's like yes. the weather is doing the same for me right now but yeah how have you been i feel like okay uh, we like saw each other this past weekend it was kind of weird no, because I feel like it's been so long. No, it, yeah, no, it has been weird. I feel distant. <laughs> I know. I'm sad. I'm sad. It's like our long distance relationship. It's really LDR. LDR. Now that I've moved, it, I'm, I know. I'm an hour you from moved. you. You moved. You moved. I left you. Oh, my God. You moved. <laughs> How is adulting? Oh, it's great. Yeah? I mean... I'm doing dishes constantly. Mm. Everything is currently on the floor. Mm. I'm living like the men that people tell you to avoid. Mattress on floor. Mattress on floor. But it's okay. Everything is fine. Everything yes. is everything fine. Everything is fine. But is everything fine? Because I was literally just walking. Mm-hmm. And I farking tripped on nothing. Oh. And and I fell. It, okay, okay. You okay, fell, fell? yeah yeah yeah, and i was actually concerned because like my backpack fell forward and my laptop wasn't there wait, wait and, did like, your back was the backpack on the like, back it, and y- then it yeah, went yeah it kind of yeah it kind of went like <laughs> it went over my left shoulder kind of and i was holding my phone on one hand right uh-huh. so like here my backpack like fell forward and my laptop's in my backpack right and i fell forward so like my phone is in my right hand so like i, I the first thing i did was check if i cracked my phone but what's more embarrassing was i actually kind of like tripped on the stairs the stairs um but what was more embarrassing is that there were cars in like on the street because it was a red light oh. and i could see the gray truck had pulled up and right when it pulled up and stopped on the road is when i fell oh no and i was just like so embarrassed to look up <laughs> i got up brushed it off and was like mm, 
oh that was nothing oh that was nothing get in the car and like just like uh, not nothing blood i'm being dramatic but as long as you don't hurt your face your money maker and then i guess nothing nothing else really i um found out i don't know who started this in my family Mm -hmm. but i found out that every member of my family has their own snack cabinet what their secret snack stash oh my gosh the secret secret snack snack stash and all four of us were just talking about it i mean my sis i feel like everybody knows where mine is but yeah Everybody knows where mine is. I know where my sister's is. My dad's changes kind of often. Oh, he he's like you know but, like when you play hide and go seek. Yeah, and you kind of gotta like you know switch yeah. up the strategy and exactly. like change the place where you hide. Mm, yeah. Wow, your dad is on top of it. He really is. But actually, I do have an update for the both of us. Oh. So you guys know it's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. AAPI. To, you guys, we need to come up with a better acronym. <laughs> yeah, AAPI H. Do people say the H? H M. H M. AAPI H M. Heritage Month. So AAPI H M. Yep. Apim. 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 Well, Apple Podcasts is doing a never voiceless spotlight section mm-hmm. to kind of like highlight different creators, especially within our Asian community. Mm-hmm. And you guys. Why? We were featured in the a Spectrum of Identities category. Let's go! So crazy. And so some of the other podcasts that we have along with us are Asian Boss Girl, Asian Enough, mm-hmm. Brown Taboo Project, Yellow Glitter, New mm-hmm. Narratives, mm-hmm. and then Poor Gogi Pod. Cry with us, cry with us. Cry with us, cry with purpose. Yes. Yes. Ooh, you hear that from somewhere? Uh, yeah, I kind of picked that up from... um us for today thank you guys we love you guys this is all because of you guys yes so shout out to our kogis Mm. keep sharing with your friends keep writing reviews yeah leaving five stars and get ready for this amazing beautiful journey that we have with jonathan garano he is the host of the bottle club pod so let's go let's go let's go baby ladies and gentlemen <laughs> boys and girls i just want to say y'all are the best you, oh you make gosh. me so happy you have no idea no come on like when i listen to your podcast i press play i think to myself oh my god <laughs> ladies and gentlemen boys and girls i'm going for a ride right now and i'm in my car so i'm going on a double ride what's going on what's going on ladies and gentlemen and so if you're listening right now and this is one of these episodes and you haven't given them a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. Please do that. Please. All right. Mm. We just did a pound fist. Mm. Yes. I, oh God. I, I L U V, not L O V E. I love y'all. Yes, you guys. We have Jonathan Garano on the podcast today from the Bottle Club Pod. Mm. What up? If you guys don't follow them already on TikTok, on Instagram, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, please go and check them out because honestly. It is such an honor to have you here today. Like Aww. when I think about Jonathan Garano, Confist again. For I was watching your Jubilee videos. Oh yeah, that's right. Before I even knew you, like. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah, like <laughs> you went on a what a blind date. I went on a blind date with this wonderful human. Mm-hmm. T for two, we had tea set up, and then we asked each other thirty six questions of love. Oh. You so- should do that, JJ and Hannah. I did it. I did it. It's oh, you the did. The best. You. You get to know your partner on a whole nother level. So y'all, if you're listening, go to New York Times, yes. search it, 36 Questions of Love. Do it with your friends. Do it with your family members. Do it with the loved one. Oh. And then oh, stare at each other's eyes and... 
bing bada boom, you're going to fall in love even faster with that. L O V or L U V E? Oh, L O V. Oh. I said L U V E. And then you're right, Jubilee was fun. I'm so glad. And then I did one with uh, 10 girls. Oh. So there was like a, so I'm sitting down and then there's a sheet and I don't know who the girls look like or the women, right? The ladies. And they sat down and I would talk to them for 20 seconds. And in 20 what? seconds, we try to gauge who if there's chemistry and then i have to eliminate eliminate them one by one uh-huh. big have i'm big on the whole like love relationship Ooh. blind dating scene which is fun Ooh. Mm. this is like sorority recruitment on steroids sorority recruitment <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna gonna ju- like, what's your name what do you like to do what do you like to do next okay sorry oh, so nice talking to you and then so that's how girl. that's how it all started right but we'll, 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 okay close your eyes for a second jj okay. i'm closing my eyes yeah. everyone closing their eyes uh-huh. all right here we go <laughs> mm-hmm. jj do you like to jump rope um, i love it oh my god really yeah i just got how a new excited. one yesterday Cut. okay next girl <laughs> oh, damn it i really wanted to know jump rope jesus well, yeah, we kind of just want to jump into things. Hey, we're jumping yeah. into it. Because today we're going to talk about long-term relationships. Ooh. <laughs> like when we when we say long-term, how long are we talking about? We're talking long-term relationships like over 4 years. I think mm. I think that's a good test to see mm. how if you're both in a relationship to see okay, if we hit the 4-year mark, mm. there's a big possibility that this might go on for 15 more years mm. yes and why do you say that is there like a special um ceremony a ceremony <laughs> exchanging yes. of the blood the, the doors open up <laughs> there's these masks exactly jj just bit herself right now for the for the vial of blood that for you the vial yeah. of blood right yeah. Yeah. and there's a little circle with, yeah you gotta drop it in there and because yeah. you're christian it's a cross yeah okay because we have to make sure well, shoot. you're religious yes yes right? keeping jesus, jesus and god in, within and the relationship exactly yes, yes. exactly <laughs> and then there's a choir <laughs> but just, but someone's just playing a play button. It's ah. not a real. It's recording, like on a recorder, oh. yeah. right? Because there's only so much that you can do in this case, right? Exactly. Right, exactly. And then someone says, "For your mark, our Father who art in heaven, you <laughs> might go on for name. 15 more years." <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Okay, great. Yes. I, I'm I'm glad that you could be on here um, to clarify. Well, actually, to go all seriousness, I don't know why, but <laughs> I think I think in the first two years of a relationship. It's still honeymoon phase in a way Mm. where you're kind of blinded by the old habits that you and your partner might have. And so Mm. there's that leeway. There's that, you know what? I can turn myself away. It's okay for a second. It is what it is. Yes. And then by the third year, those old habits that you might have, you begin to speak out. You begin to say, hey, listen, this kind of bugs me, you know? Mm. So then when you get to the fourth year, you're actually, I feel, you're so honest with your feedback. That feedback loop comes in. And then when that happens Mm. and you settle with it for a second, and if you can get through that, then then you're thinking, okay, they're taking my criticism. There might be change. There might be growth. Right. I can go a little bit more. Uh, Yeah. Right. Because I think at the beginning of a relationship, like honeymoon phase, like you said, Mm -hmm you kind of like we say chama like you kind of like hold it in you kind of like bottle it up um yeah. and yeah. just you're like oh it doesn't bother me that much like it's fine like i can deal with it and then as you get more comfortable it's like oh 
now it bothers me so i'm gonna say something because Mm -hmm. you're probably around this person a little bit more and it's i think it's like less of trying to impress the the other person in a way yeah but i think we said on our last episode actually how it that's kind of unfair like when you don't speak your needs at the beginning and then it starts to come out like because then for the other person it's like well where did that come from because i've been doing it for a while right like while all of a sudden but see, I think, okay, I love that I heard your last podcast and I get uh, a podcast episode and I understand it. Right. But I think, I think coming in, getting to know each other, right? It's like a dance. You don't want to jump in quickly and start unloading every single thing. Yeah. You have to, it's, it, uh, there's a saying that my piano teacher always said. She's like, Jonathan, inch by inch is a cinch, right? right and yard by yard is hard and that goes with change that goes with anything that that goes with growth right Mm. and so i think by the fourth year you've all taken little steps of inches that finally you realize oh my gosh we actually walked 100 yards and so now that you're there you're like you know what i can play another game of another 100 yards right but yeah, just like getting back to your last relationship, yes. you dated for six years, correct? I dated this uh, wonderful human being for six years. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. And and I also like love the way that like you speak about your your last relationship. Yeah. It's like, you know, always in like good light. Yes. I think if a relationship ends and there was no, uh, how about this? It doesn't matter. Like maybe everyone goes through their own things mm-hmm. but how i see every react uh i how i see every relationship that i've had be it short be it long in this case this six years mm-hmm. you've learned so much from them that there's a little piece of them inside you no matter what you do mm. and so i take that and i go okay they've taught me something i should be appreciative of it uh. granted i'm not a perfect person granted maybe i've messed up multiple times and Maybe I've done stuff as like a bad ex probably, but at least when I talk about her, mm-hmm. I make sure, especially in public p- places, yeah. especially with friends, siblings, whoever, that I say positive things because it's not her fault that mm-hmm. we broke up. It's not my fault that we broke up. We both have feelings and it just did not work out. Uh, yeah. yeah. And besides, would you want your ex to be talking bad things about you? <laughs> Oh, definitely not. Exactly. Definitely, definitely not. Yeah. Not that we've ever done that on this podcast. But Hannah and JJ, (laughs) thank God for journals, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. But yeah, so just speaking about like nearing the end of your relationship, like was there a point when you kind of like knew things were kind of like really rocky? Did you see like the end coming? Um, I mean, you spoke a little bit about how, you know, it wasn't like, anyone's fault necessarily but did you feel it like did you feel the feelings i I think so you you were talking about and jd were talking about kind of that four-year mark and we were all talking about Mm -hmm. that right and so at the end of the sixth year which is kind of like two years later Mm -hmm. there's this energy that you just know i mean you've known your partner for so long right Yeah. yeah that in that moment you're getting a feeling from her. She's getting a feeling from you. And there's this, you know, deep rooted sense that this will probably not work out. But there needs to be like the hammer, the mm. the final mark, the the mm. statement. Yes. And so 
I asked her this question, the question that I asked her that I'll always remember is question, do you, do you love me? Right. Not do you still love me, but do you love me? And I already knew, like, you know, you know, your partner, so you know the answer. So I asked her, do you love me? Mm. And she responded with, I love you, but not how I used to love you. Mm. And, you know, to see your partner do that hurts and you feel that that tumultuous moment of, oh, my gosh, Mm. she no longer loves me like she used to. And mm-hmm. then you have a conversation about it. Like, wait, what What do you mean? Yeah. Like, when When did you know that it was dropping off? Yeah. And she explained to me that right around our fourth year in our relationship, she began to understand that, okay, wait a second. I don't think this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. And we did have, and in that fourth year, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And apologies were met. And we tried again as in like, okay, we can, we can restart it in a way because we know each other. Oh, okay. So the fifth year was actually like a turning point and it felt like it was going somewhere. But then you kind of, we, during the sixth year, it began to understand that we were just growing apart and you know, your partner so well, right? When, when she hurt, I hurt when she Mm. was happy, I was happy. You could be. 10,000 miles away and you could just you you know so I think when you think when you're thinking about like should I break up with Mm. him or her Mm -hmm. deep down inside your partner's feeling the same thing Mm. right and I think Mm. just having that conversation that conversation of hey where are we at Mm. I mean I think you all talked about in one of your episodes where it's all about checking in right yeah Yeah. guys see I'm a fan I listen (laughs) he's a cool right Uh, five stars on Apple podcast okay (laughs) Um, but yes, have that conversation with them. And that's helped too. Like when I'm in new relationships and even if it's been in a month or like three months, right. I still remember that six year relationship that I had. Mm. And so whenever I have those, that feeling of, okay, where are we kind of at? Uh, yeah. Then I'll ask that question. But again, remember how I said like, everything's like inches. Mm-hmm. So it's just not like, like right. where are we at? It's like, Hey, blah, blah, mm. blah. And then you just gauge, it's a dance, and then pretty soon they open up. I see. Yeah. yeah. I actually think that checking in has been a huge part of, like, my personal relationship because it helps me to, like, stay grounded and stay present. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, I always had this thought of, like, oh, this person, if this person, like, tells me, like, um, like oh, I love pink. Yes, I can know that about you, but yeah. at the same time, I don't want to assume that at all times because mm-hmm. people are allowed to change their mind. People are allowed to have different opinions, have different color preferences. Mm. And so I think that's actually helped me to stay present. And that's something like, mm. again, all my friends, family yeah. know how like how much I try to focus on the present because obviously mm. this year has taught us. About the present. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why we broke up too. Because when you jump into a relationship, oftentimes you're thinking about the potential of that person. Mm. What that person is going to become with you, Mm -hmm. what you're going to become with them, and where you're both going in your own journey of life. And so you have this vision. Mm. You're like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait when 
she accomplishes X. I can't wait when I accomplish this. And then when that happens, guess what? We're able to get married and have these wonderful looking individuals that <laughs> are all over the place, right? Or, ha- you know, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. And we lost sight of the fact that we were together in this present moment. Mm. And we have to appreciate each other in that present moment because as I've learned, no one really knows what's going to happen in the future. Right. So enjoy your partner while they're right in front of you. And I wish I did that more. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about the future so much that we just lost sight of. We're so grateful. I'm mm-hmm. holding your hand right now. You're holding mine. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Like, how lucky am I? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why am I thinking about holding your hand 10 years from now? Mm. You know, we're young, we're supple, we're all, we're we're ready to go right now. Let's <laughs> we are focus. supple. We're yes. focused. Right. I mean, I understand that this is a very like G-rated podcast sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'll I'll do I'll do this kind of like example, which I I understand. Very G-rated. So that's how I said the understand. But ooh, does it G-rated? <laughs> nah. Okay, it's like this when it comes to, like being present in the moment. When you're going to be intimate with your partner, right? Mm-hmm. If you're always thinking about the end goal, like, is she going to orgasm or I'm going to hold my orgasm, right? Mm. That means you're ex- you're having this expectation of the future at that moment. But when you're present in that intimate stage, the whole journey of that is much more pleasurable and much more beautiful, right? Uh. And so I think in the relationship that I was in for those six years, I we were consistently, or especially me, thinking about the expectations of where we were of where we were going to go right Mm. and especially in the fact that as a man in my head i had this expectations of like who i was going to become i wanted to be someone that was successful as in high status Mm. i wanted to make sure that in some sort of way if she was next to me that i could provide uh because definitely I always thought of her as someone that was like out of my league. Mm. And because of that, I wasn't there to really appreciate, wait a second, I'm with her right now. I have the woman out of my league right in front of my face. Yeah. But I was so thinking about my own insecurity at that moment. Like, why should I be insecure that I'm not good for her when she's with me already? Isn't that strange? You're with someone and then you're consistently saying, you know what? I'm not good enough. Why are you with me? That mm. gets in their head and pretty soon they begin to think, wait why, a second. Why am I with you? Exactly. Wow. If they're with you, brush your shoulders off, ladies. <laughs> you got it going on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Hannah's doing the little pointer thing. With the, mm. JJ's laughing a little bit. She's got the hand signal too. Yeah, let's go. Yes. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, feels even a little too fast. Look a little triggering. Why is it? Tri- why is it triggering? Well, well, because I think I don't know about your blah blah blah, but I feel like there are so many times where someone I used to date was really jealous. Like, oh, why are you hanging out with that person? That person is for sure trying to get at you. But it really came down to that. Like, why are you worried? Like, 
am I their girlfriend? No, I'm not. Like, yeah. I am your girlfriend. Like, what? Like, what else do you need? Appreciate me right now. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't just once, but it was like multiple times. And like, how much more like reassuring do I need to do? Like, how much more like, no, like I am yours. Yeah. Like, you are my boyfriend. Like, it's us two. What are you talking? Like, I don't know how much right. of that. How much more he needed? How many times do you have to say? How many times? I need you. You need me. I'm right here, babe. You know. Yeah. Mm. While like I'm trying to give him all this love, but like all he's focused on is like, why are you hanging out with that male friend? Male friend at like 6 p.m. for dinner. Why are you having dinner with this? Male you don't friend? trust me? Like, come on. Yeah. Mm. You're yeah. with me right now. When I get when I go home, guess what? I'm holding you. Yeah. Right. And that's what sometimes we lose sight of. And so like. With this, like, expectation, do you think, like, it's, like, of being a man and, like, being able to provide? Like, I think I hear that a lot from my male friends is just, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't want to date until I'm at a point where, like, I'm stable in my career. I I agree. I mean, I don't know where it came from. Oh, all the time. Mm. Okay, so this might be, this might be a lot to say, I guess. But I think there's this strange, there's a strange, like, underground thing inside, I believe the culture of America right now and maybe it's due to the social media apps or or that mm-hmm. or maybe even toxic masculinity mm-hmm. who knows mm-hmm. but I feel like there's these male commandments that you must have to be able to be good enough for any woman because con- consistently while I'm on social media I'm bombarded with messages mm. from women and they get tons of likes telling me what type of man that i need to be oh there's a song by cardi b right it's like you don't date guys that are broke okay that's number one uh-huh right uh-huh step number two they always have to be like consistently in shape step number three they have to be the site step number four and yes i understand that women have these high expectations from what males believe is the ultimate looking woman right but we have to also understand that men go through their own little phase and so for me, maybe it's toxic masculinity mm. or whatever it may be. Yeah. But I believe that I need to have high status just to be able to be good enough for someone that I want to be with. Whoa. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I, it's, it's the sad truth, right? Like, it, like the grander scheme of things, I do think for men, it has to do more with success. Right. Status. Power. power. Money. Did you say power? Yep. We said power at the same time. Power, so like, power, power, yeah. power, 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 power. <laughs> yes, I agree yeah. with you. But see, then, then that's where we get the toxic masculinity because a lot of guys think I have this high status, mm-hmm. so automatically I deserve every woman. But that's not the case. So it's this balance that we're all trying to figure out. Yes. And that's balance. And I don't have that right now. Okay? No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not in a relationship because of this insecurity that I have. Mm. Some guy was like, "Why aren't you in a relationship?" And I go, "I thought about it. I was like, honest truth, I'm insecure." Wait, I'm so proud of you. Why? Because cuz step 1, like you're aware of it, but number 2, it's I don't know. I I feel like that could also be unfair to the other person because I think they can maybe encourage you but ultimately it's like i think it's like a your issue it is my issue yes that's why i'm working on the balance yeah yeah Yeah. but i don't know i it's just it's just that strange insecurity because i'm always thinking about that past relationship thinking like i made all these mistakes 
and I never want someone else to have those mistakes. How am I working on myself? But again, I think you can be in a relationship even though you're fixing yourself because I do not believe that if you're, you have, you have to be a hundred percent happy with, no, oh, absolutely not. your partner and yourself, like you could both be growing together as long as you're yeah. moving forward, you know, those inches. Yes. Right. I'm just not even ready at all. Like yeah. I, I'm just totally in the negative realm of, uh, of like who I am as a, as a, as a, as a person and as a man. And that's something that I need to definitely work on. Yeah. I see. yeah. So are you like, are there certain like steps or anything that you're taking to like actively work on that or yes i mean i think the first thing that i'm doing is um, i have these vices in my life Mm -hmm. i think everyone has these vices oh yeah and what i've learned is that you can't get through your vices alone Mm. and the best way is like okay how do i one educate myself number two what are the resources that i need be it therapy be it a sponsor Mm. be it whatever to help guide you Mm. because your friends are your friends and that's great but uh, you there's people in your life that have given you the blueprint to take care of yourself, oh, right? Yeah. And so why not follow those blueprints of people from the, the, the future who have done stuff in the past to help you on your own journey? And so that wow. took me forever. It's like this major ego that I had like, oh, I can change by myself. I can fix myself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, I did want to go back because I did bring up, you know, balance and awareness. Yes. Um, and like you said, you know, I was thinking more in terms of like that relationship context. Knowing that I have flaws and knowing I have insecurities as well. I feel like in the beginning, you know, I used to see uh, maybe my partner was inconsiderate once and I was like, red flag. Ooh. Like, oh, he didn't open the door for me once. Red flag. You guys. Off the bat. Yeah. Like, what Chivalry am I do? is dead. One more and, and he's <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Sh- yeah. One more. Like, where's the considerism, you know? Right. But I think a difference from, you know, a couple years ago, JJ versus now JJ is not so much like, he's out. Right. But more so like, like you said, getting to like learn about that person, right. getting to understand that person, mm-hmm. especially in that first year. Um, and then like trying to understand like, oh, does this bother me? Maybe we should talk about it. Yeah. Because what I came to realize, at least for like my relationship now, like the person, sometimes the person doesn't even know they're doing it. Right. They're unaware. Right. And when I bring it up, it's like, oh, I did that. Mm. Yeah. And it hurt me. And now they're and now they're aware of it because I brought it up to them. I agree with you. There's this book that you should read. It's called Nonviolent Communication. It's going to be in uh, the Bogogi oh. podcast description. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Nonviolent communication. Uh, nonviolent communication. Mm. And it, exactly what you're saying, JJ. That's exactly what it kind of teaches you. It's like, mm. how do I express my feelings to them that, of something that bothered me? And I think in our previous episode, I was I mentioned um, needing to unlearn a habit mm-hmm. because I'm realizing in my current relationship, a vice of mine is actually just a vice in general for me. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I use a lot of hand motions. No, I, 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 a vice I love it. of mine <laughs> is always like needing like needing to feel like I need to present myself in the most perfectly packaged way. Oh, wow. But. I think it's a partially like an environmental influence, cultural influence, maybe like my my family. Parents, yeah. yeah, my parents, right? And I've just become more aware of it like maybe the past year mm-hmm. because I think I've felt a variety of emotions this past year. Right. Um, but yeah, so advice of mine like needing to do that, I'll get 
you know what bijasa is? Bijasa, <laughs> So bijasa. This is what Korean so great. Uh, what would bijasa be? Um, but hurt. But yeah. Hurt. Yes. And our friend just came up with another word. So credit to you, Priscilla. Mm-hmm. A little ouchy. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it was like a little ouchy. You yeah. know, like not to the extent of, of bijas. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's bijasa, but short shortened the right. bijasa because Koreans. Like, it's like a pinch, to... right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I will get a. I will feel a little ouchy. Right, right from my partner. Okay, it's super minor, truly is a pinch. Right, but here I am not voicing that emotion, and I'm just like, honestly, for the most part, I'm trying to persuade myself to not feel that way. That takes a lot of courage. So thank you, JJ, for doing that. Like the persuade myself. uh, It's like the self reflection that you have. I mean, to say, well, I need to work on this. Yeah, and to tie it back, it's because then I can't be present. I really can't be present because Mm. while. He's talking about something else, right? Like maybe we're in a group setting and while everyone's enjoying themselves, I'm here like, like, you know, pouting mm. because like I'm trying to be cool, but I'm not, I don't really have a good poker it's like, face. what's that future so. talk that I'm going to have either with myself or exactly. with my partner right now? Exactly. And I'm not being present because I'm thinking about that. Like, yeah, that makes there's going to be a future talk, like, but what am I going to say? Yeah. Because I know I want to voice it to him eventually. But I'm trying to, at the same time, like simultaneously, like trying to persuade myself not to feel that. So like you're trying to compartmentalize that yeah. section while also s- trying to stay present. Yeah. Interesting. See, I love that. And I love that y'all are being self-reflective. Also, vices can also be not just, you know, what you're going through on your mind, but also like bad habits that you may have. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one of the bad habits that I have, like it could be like maybe over excessing and drinking mm. or drugs or whatever and so like my main vice back then and still now of course i mean you're always working on it is my gambling Mm. and so that was that vice just not only broke me down but broke the relationship down right Mm. and so that's what i mean like there's a lot of stuff that everyone goes through yeah that could be detrimental to yourself and others and i like how we are self-reflective with it which is great yeah oh Yeah. yeah also like so brave of you to like have the courage to like say something about it like i think a lot of times i try to like lie to myself and like i won't admit like certain character flaws or whatever flaws Mm -hmm. i have because i don't want like like it's kind of like hidden when i don't say anything about it and so for you to come out and like say like that one of your vices is like gambling i think that's i think that's so brave i'm only able to do that though because you allow that space to happen Mm. does that make sense so yes thank you for the compliment and i'm going to compliment you y'all are able to open this great space of give and take Mm. and so that way we're able to open up with each other Mm. so it's also Mm. be careful when you open up about your vices and who you do it to until it's like okay the environment is safe for me too right yeah and your partner has things that they want to back to relationships they want to open up about their life with you and that is why i say back tying it with the four years is by the time you get to that second third year you're comfortable with each other you you broken down those inches by to cinches, and now it's like okay, I want to open up fully with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. So I consider myself an onion, right? All right. Onion. Because full of flares. It yes, of course. Yeah, lots of. I'm 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 a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we all are. Though, right? <laughs> and I, I think there are times when I want to open up, mm-hmm. but like you just said. It's not that I resist it. 
I feel like I just re- rely on like feeling that comfort and when that level of comfort, when I reach that level of comfort, it just like naturally comes out because I feel safe. I feel protected by this other person and it just naturally comes out, right? I mean, look at this podcast. You're able to open up to Hannah every single week. Hannah's able to yeah. open up with you every yeah. single week because you provide that space. You just opened up to me because yeah. y'all are in this great sitting down situation where there's like this aura of... <laughs> you know acceptance yeah right yeah. and non-judgment hen are you an onion are you an orange peel I'm what a clam you're mm-hmm. a clam what are okay. you okay <laughs> what am i no one's ever asked me this before <laughs> oh my god clam or onion onion clam, or clam? A, clam three onion. two uh, one i'm a drawer you're a dra- drawer oh. so i have a different cat yeah you know, it's like a, you know drawer has like all those different uh cabinet drawers right uh-huh. yeah so you're and an it's onion. like ooh, the top layer is like oh it's not that many clothes it's really fun here's some socks oh what is this cute little pink little underwear right (laughs) and then you get it's like oh my god it's getting a little heavier Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and heavier and then you get to the bottom it's like whoa can barely open what's going on and it might even have a lock in it it's like ooh, when will you have the key i don't know yes I see. I see. I drawer. am a drawer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clam onion drawer. Yes. But the reason why I ask, um, or I bring up just me being an onion, is because with you having been in that six-year relationship, do you sometimes feel? I don't know if you, you know, put yourself in the dating scene afterwards, or mm-hmm. how soon after the breakup you did. Like, did you sometimes ever feel like you wanted to get at that level of the six years with you know your ex with this new person? No. <laughs> oh. No. Uh. Um. I never, okay, after my breakup, what I realized is I love first dates a lot Mm -hmm. because it's really fun to get to know someone. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of laughter in the beginning. Mm. People have their own little moves that they do and you're (laughs) like, ooh, what's what's that move, (laughs) right? It's getting to know. And um, so I, I, I really don't want to jump in remember it's all inches being present in the moment Mm. so if i'm thinking i want to jump in already and get to the comfortable moments of oh my gosh she's farting in front of my face right away (laughs) it's like i don't want to be there just yet Mm -hmm. i mean we'll get there where i'm celebrating oh you're going poo right now congratulations Uh high five but let's wait a year before i do that okay a year Uh, well (laughs) you know what i mean like give it time (laughs) yes jesus Uh. wait you do like the first week I'm taking a poo right now. Celebrate me. Celebrate me. No poopery. We're just going to go in there raw. <laughs> Give it like maybe like maybe three, four months because you want to get you want to understand like how do I joke with my partner, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know yet. Like I don't know what she finds funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah, but yeah. to answer your question about the post breakup, um, first thing I did when we broke up, at least for the first four to six months i just blocked her on social media i didn't want to see her i didn't want to um call her because i learned from past relationships with my friends that were women because i have a lot of friends that are women every time like an ex did that it just complicated the situation we made a stance we're breaking up give each other space i don't have any self-control i have these vices so i have to make things Mm. oh let's block them all on social media Mm. But it took me, that six-year relationship, three years to get over her. Not in the fact that I wanted to get back with her, but those three years, I kept always thinking, what is she going to think of me while I do this right now? If I dated someone new, I'm going on a date, what would she think of me mm-hmm. as I was saying this line to this woman oh. and I've already said it? 
or because I'm in social media a lot, like those Jubilee videos that you mentioned before where they go viral. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, what would she be thinking of me on this blind date? And because of it, there are scenes in the video where I know that I'm, I could see it on my face. Like, wow, Mm. I am thinking about her in this moment. And because of it, I was unable to authentically act myself in this moment with this girl on the video. Mm. And so um, it may be different for others, but that's so during the post breakup, I just could not get her out of my head in the way of, is she judging me right now? Am I doing okay? You know, because you still want to make sure that you're a quote unquote, like good person, I guess. Right. In their in, in the eyes of your ex. Besides, like you trying to get over it, and you know that taking three years. What did post breakup Jonathan look like? Were uh, you living your hot girl summer? Hot girl summer. Take your off fu- my clothes. Let's go, ladies. Your, your fuck boy fall maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. That sounded like a nervous laugh. <laughs> no. No. That first. Okay, so it's it's so strange. That month that we broke up, uh, some amazing opportunity showed up. Mm. Uh, I'm on the internet and I was able to uh, do something with the chain smokers, <gasps> which was awesome. And then like all these other viral opportunities showed up. And so because of it, because of these opportunities, obviously you're being seen more and then you're interacting with a lot more individuals. And so there would be girls that would show up. Right. Mm. Wow. And believe it or not, for that first year, maybe it's because of my insecurity again. I did not do anything. Mm. I didn't go. Well, I did go on a date, but I wasn't like into them. Um, but I did not kiss anybody, did not hug anybody, did not do it. Basically did not do anything sexual with anybody for that first year mm. Mm. because I felt like, wow, I've just, I'm not, I'm not ready. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, um, you, when you share six years with someone, in that moment, it just feels like you know them from head to toe. And of course, you know how I said, like when they hurt, you hurt. When you love, you they love. There were times where I'm like, oh my God, I think right now she's hurting. Or right now, I know she's dating someone new. Oh. And then that like creeps up on you. But then after that first year, it's like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Hot girl summer. <laughs> Hot girl summer. But then what I realized too is I try to, get her out of my head by doing the hot girl summer and Mm. no matter how many dates you go on no matter how many people you sleep with no matter delayed hoe face it's just Mm. you you can't no matter what happens yeah they can't get out of your head there's a saying it's right no matter where you travel to you're always traveling as yourself right Mm. so you can run away doesn't matter at the end of the day you're still traveling with yourself so that that thought that i needed to work out with myself no matter who i was with no matter any sexual experience always in my head so first year nothing even though great opportunities second year ah hey roller coaster rides having fun still third year finally we were i was like okay she Mm -hmm. and then she becomes blah 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 who is great and i hope for the best for her Mm -hmm. and though i did mess up like i still think that i like there's a lot of regrets that I have as a boyfriend. There's a lot of regrets that I have as an ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish some stuff, you know, because I wrote some stuff or maybe if I was online and I did something, I'm like, oh my gosh, she heard it. I don't know what it was, right? Right. I'm always having those regrets. 
But that third year, something came like some someone told me this. They go, "Your ex should just be irrelevant." And I got I stem from that because anybody in my life who I could potentially go from anger or hate or regret, if they're irrelevant, that means there's no feelings for them whatsoever. And my mental space can be more open for me to do things with my life. Mm. Wow. And that took literally about th- like three years right yeah 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 oh my gosh like mind over matter yeah mind over matter mind over matter it was like those inches like you're a compound of everything that you do and so i guess finally and then bam it's like oh you know what don't care what she thinks yeah because it doesn't matter i just hope that she's doing well yeah yeah but i don't care Mm -hmm. right i think like you said it the best how Every single experience up until now is it, it slowly makes you who you are. Yeah. You're basically a culmination of like all the interactions that you've had in your life. Exactly. So I think it's beautiful that you're able to, yeah, just process all of this out loud with us. I mean, we're Asian, right? So this is how I think about it. Mm. Asians love to apply to college, correct? Correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. I yeah. wanna, and the best schools out there understand that everything is about the comprehensive review of you, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And so in the game of life, when we're applying ourselves to different people in different situations, we have to understand and take a step back and go, we, I am a comprehensive version of myself. Wow. And so the more experience and expectations that you have, yeah. like everything just power, I guess. Yeah. She's Dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, wait, this is like probably such a bad example. Like this is probably such a bad example. But There's I no bad example. Okay, but I can't help go. to think like, um, so my boyfriend is not from this area, right? Okay. And so when he's trying out different restaurants, I, I, t- I keep telling him, you have to try it more than once, the same location. Because okay. the first time you've been there, yeah. you might have had a bad server or the weather might have affected or even who you go with mm-hmm. might have made up your mind about it, right? Exactly. So why did I think of this example? Um, because it's a comprehensive version. Like, you know, sometimes like you meet me on an off day. Sometimes yeah. you meet me like when I am literally on a sugar high. Right, you're, you're, you're throwing little fickles at the water for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, ooh, where is it? Oh, it's, oh, there's little splashes there. There's little splashes yeah. there, little splashes there. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm. Comprehensive. So um, with the new people that I date, am I scared of being vulnerable? No, because it's a first date and we're slowly getting to each other. But you have to remember the person that you're dating has so much vulnerable things that she or he wants to also bring to the table. And if you understand that everyone is a comprehensive version of every single experience that they've had, be patient with them and see where it takes you. Patience. Oh, patience. That was the word I forgot. Yeah. When I was trying to mention how, like, in the beginning, right, I said that if you paid attention, I was saying, like, right, like, at first I was, like, always, like, red flag, red flag. Yeah. But now it's more about being patient mm-hmm. because yeah. we're comprehensive. Comprehensive. We're comprehensive. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that you stick with someone that's horrible. I'm just saying. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Skirt. Skirt. Uh, but I did have a question. Well, I think Hannah kind of brought up, you know, you, you being such a clam. Like, do you ever expect the other person to be as clam as you are oh a hundred percent how big is your clam large large okay. large because clam. we're like we're like you know big cup girls yeah 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 yeah. And, and- hannah i don't know if you know this guys is seven foot five okay 
All right, that's why she has to do a podcast while she's sitting down because if she exactly. was on a chair, I'd be like, whoa, you are a giant. Exactly. Yeah, her entire club would be like, oh, oh, oh. Exactly. Goli- Goliath has nothing on her. <laughs> nothing well, on her. Huge clam because huge mm. pearl. Yes, you know exactly. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> power, power, power. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, go on. no, all the time when I was dating, I would be opening up almost immediately, okay. mm. and I would expect these other guys to open up to me, right? And yeah. at the same pace, mm. most of yeah. all, like I expected, like third date, like I should know your life story, yeah. tell me mm. everything, but it was never like that, and so I always felt like I almost want to say alienated, like I was like, oh, I feel so like like raw. And just like sitting raw out clam. there, <laughs> raw clam, yes. Yeah, just- and they were just kind of like there absorbing it all, but mm. not sharing in the clam. So how did you learn when to go, okay, this yeah. is this time is going to be different? Mm. I think that's when I started to really, mm, honestly, it took me like a good you know, like a year or so to get over Mm -hmm. that one guy. And that was the last person that I was like, he's not opening up. He's not being vulnerable. He doesn't listen Mm -hmm. to me. And so I think I finally like, maybe it was just like, like who I met, but like I felt the same level of vulnerability at the same pace. And so I think that's very important. That's key. Mm -hmm. Finding your person, you know, not trying to force that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Have you heard this cool little analogy that I like to have when I'm dating or just anybody? Inches, besides the inches, right? (laughs) So let's say you're on the beach, right? And you have like sand and you have it in your hand. The more you squeeze it, the more it'll come out of your hand. But if you just hold it steady like this, you have a lot of it, right? And that takes a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. And so I think Hannah in your case and JJ as well, is that what I love about this podcast and I love about your understanding of yourselves. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm allowing myself to make sure that that sand in my hand is completely still for a second and my hand can be open and i can trust myself for this hand to be open with your relationship that you're in now Mm -hmm. would you think that you know what i know how to a be a little bit more patient but also be understand for this person to hear my vulnerability yeah well my significant other yeah is also a clam okay or or less of an onion than i than i am Mm -hmm. and so I don't know. It's about communicating often. Yeah. Discourse. I don't know. The way I view it is like, you know, we don't have to like, like you said, we don't have to squeeze it out now. Like I feel like the experiences we experience together in the first year, in the second, hopefully like six, seven, you know, like it's, I feel like it's eventually going to come out. It's eventually Mm -hmm. going to come out. Yeah. I agree. So if you just... It's gonna, it's gonna come Everyone, out. we're holding our hands open right now. This it's like we're cupping sand item. of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, All y'all. Right. I feel like we talked about a lot of, like a lot. We talked about balance and awareness and... Vulnerability. Being a comprehensive... Version, version of yourself. Yeah. So what is the final? What do you want to leave our cogies with? What is the eye-catching... The eye-catching thesis, things? You know what I mean? Five-star review on the <laughs> Kogi <laughs> I think everyone should go out and get some delicious Korean barbecue after this podcast. Mm. Uh, What to leave out with you? It comes back to self-love. Like I think Mm. that in order to be like a healthy functioning human, you owe it to yourself 
to like make sure you're checking in with yourself you're taking care of yourself whatever that looks like for you whether that's like trying to be present or like trying to fix certain vices I think like it comes down to self-love and yeah that's my biggest I know that that's my biggest hurdle to face right now so self-love self-love like a hundred percent like understanding yourself looking in the mirror do you ever look in the mirror jj and hannah and be like i'm cute holy well what the hell dude all the time jj practices her smiles you do mom like okay it's picture day tomorrow like one all right oh just the top two you know okay just the the top two number three oh (laughs) that's really good that's really good and people always complain about their smiles well you gotta practice you have to practice it's a lot i mean i wake up in the morning i cover my the mirror and then after i take a shower i jump on like ooh. Ooh, I don't know. I want. Good. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> yeah. But I like the idea of self-love. I think. Yeah, and um, I'm, just, I'm just gonna build on that. Build on it. Piggyback um, on it, as they say yeah. in the college days. Yeah, I think bringing it back to the awareness. Right, yeah. we all have vices. Like, even even if we don't want to admit it, we do. Oh yeah. But when you are in a relationship or any type of relationship really where the friendship yeah. like relationship with parents they can encourage you as much as they want yes give you that you know word of affirmation and mm. even give you the resources right but it's like they are called the support system for a reason right. because you are your foundation like your body you your mind like you are the foundation you are the so foundation to everything if there's nothing to build from mm-hmm. how are they going to support that you know what i mean Oh, how are they going to support you? How are they going to support something without a foundation? Right. Right. The foundation comes from, I mean, sometimes it takes you 13 years to open up to somebody. The foundation comes from taking everything from the past and being a comprehensive version of yourself. But understand, and I want to stress this enough because constantly I always hear like, you have to be 100% self-loving of yourself. Mm. And I think, yes, self-love is important, but sometimes the best way to love yourself is to understand that as you're working on this journey that the people around you also love you. Mm. And then when you accept their love and they see that you're crying with purpose, crying with love of yourself, then bing bada boom, things just like magically align, you know, crying with purpose, loving yourself with purpose, working on yourself with purpose. That to me is self-love. Wow. Don't block, don't block yourself from opportunities of like a, a great person who shows up in that moment. You could be like, like, Oh my God, you, you know, I'm in this moment. I might be struggling a little bit, but I'm also working on myself. Mm. I'm also pushing myself with purpose And if they look at you and they see that and they're with you and they're holding your hand and they're loving you, be like, you know what? I have to go with this. I don't know. Are you just like wowed by what you just said? Oh, dude. Wow. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you. For spitting wisdom. Oh my gosh. I feel like I learned so much. I learned so much too. Well, you know what the best feeling is, is when you can't verbalize how, how you feel, feeling. how you think yourself, and then you hear somebody else say, and you're like, that's, that's exactly I, like yeah. that's exactly it. And that right there, like, was exactly it. Because I feel like sometimes I have a tendency to say things a little too harsh or rash. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it with compassion sometimes. Okay. Yeah. But I know that's something I need to work on. But but that right there was gorgeous. The, that last, yeah, that was wow, wow, wow. Well, thank you. I mean, mm. without y'all, I'm, I'm absolutely nothing. So, <laughs> I mean, that's why this podcast is so good. I'm so happy that. To be on it is just a blessing, you know? 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, y'all are was, the best. Well, you guys can find Jonathan and the Bottle Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and then your TikTok is popping. Thank you so oh, much. YouTube is popping. Yes. So please give them a follow, a listen, and catch us on their podcast. Yes, in about a month. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. Yes. I'm really excited. I'm really oh excited. God. I know we're so good doing it. <laughs> crack energy. Let's I go. know. This is our first podcast club yes 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 i yes. love it oh my gosh guys i will say this though since they're sitting down on the floor i don't know how they do that because my foot is a little numb so <laughs> that is just a bts all right you got a oh little a little oh. nuts you guys are a little crazy now you know the secret okay now i'm an insider all yes, right yes i'm an investigator and that is what i figured out anyway let's do the uh, i can't wait to do the ending yes so excited okay well you can find us at, you can oh. find us on instagram and tiktok mm-hmm. at purgogi.podcast on twitter at purgogi podcast me Love on them. instagram at h-a-n-a-k-a-t-t-t and me at b-e-j-u-l-i-f-i-e-d love it and don't forget apple podcast the bulgogi thing five stars <laughs> the bul- that's kind of cute the bulgogi thing five stars Alrighty. you better give them Are a five ready? stars i'm gonna look at those reviews and if i don't say if i don't see anything like jonathan i left a five-star review i'm gonna be like <laughs> with l-u-v l-u-v i'm like what is going on <laughs> jesus okay you got one chance all right oh my gosh so, so choose your yeah choose your pitch well wow. right 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 right, right. <clears throat> so get your vibe get your vibe <clears throat> okay one two three <laughs> Okay, we'll see you next week, guys.